This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlo. And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcast, your one-stop shop for entertainment, movies, superhero, gaming, everything under the nerd sun we talk about here on the Rick and Johnny podcast. If you're new, thank you guys for checking us out. If you're returning, thank you for coming back. Got a jam-packed show, Johnny. We had a ton of stuff today. Yeah. And we had to whittle it down. Oh, we yeah, had yeah. Nightwing movie news. Joaquin Phoenix could be playing the Joker. Batman news where Ben Affleck, yet again, Ben Affleck, not really committed to being Batman in the future. He's waiting on that. Yep. We've had trailer drops galore. I believe Jessica Jones season two either dropped this week or last week. We had Venom drop this week. Deadpool 2 drop this week. A Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer drop this week. We had a solo movie on Super Bowl Sunday drop, yep. and that Monday after, we have a ton of stuff to talk about. A ton of stuff, but we had to whittle it down. This is going to be Trailer Sunday, by the way, or Trailer Week, I'll say, for the Rick and Johnny podcast, because we're talking trailers and nothing but trailers. Looking at the Venom movie, looking at the Han Solo movie, looking at the Deadpool movie, and then because of me, because I wanted it, and Johnny's a good guy, and it's like, okay, we could talk about it. We're going to look at the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer that was released at D23 Japan just this past week. So a jam-packed trailer show. little housekeeping before we start. First off, Patreon.com. If you notice, we're wearing jackets. A little cold here. Help us keep the heat on here. Check out Patreon.com backslash Most Valuable Podcast. Also, we have a link to our store now, our Square store, where you can buy an MVP t-shirt and make donations also. That is down below in the description. If you're on iTunes, you have an iTunes account, make sure to go give the Rick and Johnny Podcast a five-star rating. It would mean the world to us. And make sure to check out MostValuablePodcast.com. That's where you'll find everything for MVP, and you can just bookmark it and have every video and everything right at your fingertips. But, Johnny, we're going to get into this. It's Trailer Sunday, as I said. The first one we're looking at is the Venom trailer. So I already have my headphones locked up. I can't hear out of mine. If you're an audio listener, you're still going to hear the trailer kind of and hear our reaction. You just won't be able to see it. Are you ready to go? Yes. Okay. We're going to go on three. Ready? One, two, three. I always think my sound's not on because of how quiet this trailer starts. Like, I was waiting, and then I heard the rumbling. I'm like, am I just hearing things, or is it coming in? Everyone's got their thing. Maybe it's a breakup, a death, an accident. I want to know what they're uncovering. Whatever it is, you used to be one thing. Now, you're something else. We all have our own problems. 
I like the tone for it already. No, thanks. It's got this kind of like darker tone to it. That's cool too. Demons. This is my favorite part of the whole trailer. When he just goes, we all have our own, and then just pauses. Demons. We got our own demons, Johnny. So. Do I? We've got the trailer. We just watched it. I'm going to ask you now. Okay. What are your first thoughts of this event? Because this is really. I'm excited for it. Well, out of all the trailers we're seeing today, the first two we're going to talk about, Venom and Solo, we're actually getting our first look. At the movie. Solo is the first trailer we've got. Venom, this is the first trailer we got. Deadpool, we've seen it. Yeah. Now we get some new elements to it. First time we have seen now this Venom movie, like, as a movie of what it might look like, what are you thinking after this trailer? Uh, like I said, I'm excited, actually. Um, it's going to be an interesting take on it because we're not, we're not necessarily supposed to get Spider-Man, at least as, as of now. Not From what I've heard, we're supposed to get... Tom Holland has been seen on set. So we might get Peter Parker. Yes. And that's what I'm thinking. What, what I'm thinking is we're going to get Spider-Man enough, not Spider-Man, but Peter Parker yeah. enough to where it's going to be a couple New York scenes with Peter just to tie it together, just to tie yeah. Peter to the universe. And which you, that's it. Which you kind of have to just so that we have like that tie in. Mm-hmm. I, I think people would get a little upset if like there was absolutely no tie in. And I'm not yeah. saying like, like upset enough to like mm-hmm. make the movie worse no just like to be upset like well I would have liked if it tied in mm-hmm. would have made it better and that's what they're going with which would be great Um, I like the scene where he's freaking out in the uh, MRI machine do you think question about that uh-huh. do you think that's when the Venom symbiote starts to like try to take over while like they turn on the MRI machine it makes the symbiote that's already infected him just go crazy, and he's just like, "Oh, I can't do anything." It's I think like it's trying like, to control my body. I think it's less; it's trying to control his body, and more so, it's because remember, um, aren't we? As of what you and I last read about this, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be sort of after the whole Peter Parker thing, him trying to kind of restart himself, restart. Um, in a sense, it's supposed to be the so the two timelines they're doing yeah. is. Lethal, lethal protector, which is where you get the. Oh, I think I don't even think it's Eddie Brock. I think it's um Flash Thompson. Yeah. Um, I believe it's Flash Thompson who he's like a soldier who has like lost his legs, and they use the Venom symbiote to give him that back, and then he becomes Agent Venom. Okay. Um, that storyline takes place in San Francisco. They're also doing Planet of the Symbiotes. Which is where symbiotes crash down on Earth. There's about five of them, like yeah. Agony, um, Carnage, Venom. There's a couple different of them. Um, and that's the other thing they're doing. Like that crash site where yeah. it goes, we all come from somewhere. I'm assuming that's the planet of the symbiotes where that's where they crash down. We got to know what this is because the thing that you look at in the trailer is when the big baddie kind of opens the back doors to the van yeah you see only two vials like the shot only shows you two vials so it's like is venom and carnage is that the only ones are there more vials that we're just not seeing yet in this trailer like will it pan back and it's just a ton more vials of like how many symbiotes 
they have and can kind of make more symbiotes off of that because that's kind of what they're going with with the story. Yeah, the only thing I was uh, bringing up with that scene is instead of it being it trying to take over, I was mm-hmm. saying, remember what happens um, when like sound hit vibration hits yes. it and what there's one kinda other like one. the bell tower the bell tower there's one other thing like that too that mm-hmm. it kind of affects it well maybe like the magnetism of the MRI maybe they're saying like well, that's like making it freak out or either the magnetism or you could go with sound because if you've so, ever been true. around an MRI machine it's true. not it the is quietest loud. machine in no, the world no it's not you're right I've been in a few quite a few of them so it's so. like maybe. <laughs> Maybe that could be it. The sound of the MRI machine is making the Venom symbiote go crazy. Freak out. Yeah, it's making him just freak out. And that's why he's kind of shaking and stuff. When it comes to Peter Parker, though, the the tricky thing they're going to have with that is they don't have to have Peter Parker in this movie, technically. Mm -hmm. The only reason why they have to, and as you said, they don't have to. Like, if Peter Parker wasn't in the MCU, they wouldn't have to have Peter Parker in this movie. They could just do it a solo Eddie Brock. This is kind of the origin story for Eddie Brock and Venom. But because Peter Parker is in the MCU, Mm -hmm. that ties him to the events of Infinity War. That's why I think they're going lethal protector and doing it out in San Francisco. Because it's like we're just going to avoid the whole Infinity War thing and the planet of the symbiote thing of like this thing crashed in and that's how the symbiotes got there. That could be like an after effect somewhere other than New York because of the Infinity War stuff that's happening in New York. Which will be Thanos is doing this. This is an after effect in a different location. Which will be kind of nice and refreshing in some sense Mm -hmm. because it will be somewhere different. It will be. Well, I mean, like, yeah. It's not New York. Let's put it this way. Majority of the stuff happens in New York. Yes, Mm -hmm. we've had Greenwich. I think it was called Greenwich, England. Mm -hmm. We've had some other places. Majority of it. We're going to be going to Wakanda this week. Yeah, we'll be in Wakanda this Mm -hmm. week. And who knows where else? Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, majority is New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the Iron Man ones were in like Los Angeles or some area yeah. near there. But like I not in not all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying though, majority of it New York. Here's what It'd be I nice wa- to have something refreshing and something a little different. Here's what I want to ask you about this trailer. And I already know where I stand on this. I want to know where you stand. Okay. I've heard a lot of people online mm-hmm. unhappy with the trailer only in the sense of we didn't get to see what the symbiote looks like or we didn't get to see the symbiote at all. Thoughts on that? We well, that's not true that we didn't get to see the symbiote at all mm-hmm. because if you we look, saw it in the vial, yeah, the big yeah. ass case, mm-hmm. it's like flowing around in there, and yeah. the black. But one like is. we didn't get to see it on Eddie Brock at all. I'm okay with that. The most I want, mm-hmm. I would want to see, is possibly like a headshot. I don't, I don't want to see the mouth. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. I don't want to see the venom mouth until the movie. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine with the majority of maybe showing a hand. With it on there, or even mm-hmm. like just the top part of the face. I'll be completely honest. I would not be, I would, I'm not going to say I wouldn't be upset because there's the flip side of like, don't show me at all. And then yeah. I see it in the movie and I don't like it. But I'm kind of on the side, don't show me at all. Don't show me what the symbiote's going to look on Eddie Brock until I get to the movie. Because that like, that whole thing kind of sparked me in a different uh, way of like, do movie trailers reveal too much nowadays? Sometimes so it's like they do. We're going to the movie and it's like, oh, I remember that from the trailer. I remember this. I remember that. I remember back in the day where it was like comedy would come out. All these moments are in the trailer. You'd go to the movie and the thing you saw in the trailer 
actually hit the cutting room floor. They just wanted to use it in the trailer. Yeah. Like nowadays it's like you see a trailer and it's like we want to see everything. And it's like, no, don't show me everything. I want to be surprised when I actually go to the movie. Yeah. I want to ask you this question, though, to go into the story. What do you think they're going to do with symbiotes? Do you think that it's going to be just two and be Venom and Carnage? Or will we see a ton of other symbiotes? Because this trailer didn't really give us an answer to that question. Start two. Um, and if you're going to do any more of them, have them near the end of the movie. If, if That's what I would do myself. And that's what I'm hoping they do mm-hmm. because I want to just focus on the two, Carnage and Venom. And then later on, you can, hell, if you wanted to, you could have them all in like a room, but not, not really make mention to them. Like, mm-hmm. if, let's say, like you said in the scene, they have the, the, you see two of the vials. You can definitely see the Venom one, the black one flowing back and forth. Um, maybe they should pan out and show all of them. That they that they're gonna introduce. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but just don't really make mention of them. I'm reading here. At here, least not till the end or something. Here's what I'm reading right now. Yeah, and I should have read this before I answered that question. So this is from Screen Rants. It okay. says that hashtag show is reporting that Carnage won't actually be a part of the main story for no! the film, which will deal with the Life Foundation. That's the one that's trying to experiment with the symbiotes and multiple symbiotes. Instead, Venom will feature Eddie Brock in the San Quentin State Prison near the end of the film, um, possibly in post credit scene where he will be introduced to Cassidy, and that's where they'll take off Venom in a separate one. And they're thinking that Woody Harrelson's character will be the Cassidy character that gets oh, cool. the Carnage symbiote, which is Kind of cool because he's usually a crazy character. Yeah, he is. A nutty character in movies that he's been in. That's the thing with this one where I don't want them to give me too much at one time. No, I agree. That's that's the one thing I fear where it's like the symbiote, like you said, if you give me a hand, like the most I want to see in a trailer from the symbiote is maybe it crawling on him or just from like the legs up. Like you just see like one leg and it's like you start to see it form around that leg. And that's it. That's all you give me. Yeah, I don't want to see... The one thing I definitely, like I said, I mm-hmm. don't want to see yet until the movie is mm-hmm. the mouth. That's the one thing I'm like most worried about. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to mess up a black almost morph yeah, suit. But the way that Venom's mouth can open with all the teeth and then the long tongue. Yeah, I want that saved mm-hmm. until the movie. Here's one thing I wanted to bring up too. And this is something that I thought about. is mm-hmm. So... Throughout this trailer, they they did it very – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it was interesting how they kind of mapped out this trailer because the whole thing is Eddie Brock narrating everything to us. Yeah. Kind of like he's talking in his own mind. Here's the thing I'm thinking about. What are they going to do with the symbiote's voice? Because the Venom symbiote has this own voice. It's in your head. So it's like – it's trying to influence you to let it take over. Yeah. My thought is, are they going to have a different actor come in and be that voice so it's actually like two voices? Or are they going to let Tom Hardy be that second voice and just do a different um, take so he has his normal voice and then he has the Venom voice. However, that Venom voice sounds like Eddie Brock's voice. 
because it's infusing with Eddie Brock. Why? My guess is. Um, Which would you rather them do? I'll actually, ask you I'm that. gonna go with I'm gonna go with choice C. Okay. And it could be <laughs> either of the two, mm-hmm. but you kind of use uh, sound equipment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of do it like they did for the Hulk, for yeah. example. Well, they would and distort alter the voice. They would distort Hardy's voice, but you could tell, like at the core, the Venom voice is just Hardy. Like it's Eddie's Brock's voice, just changed into what they want the Venom voice to sound like. Yeah. Well, my thing would be more of the. Um, let, I'm trying to think how to describe it. Um, you hear that like double tone or triple tone devilish voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I can try to attempt if you want to hear what I'm talking about. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. If what, you can do it, like you're the master of voices on this show. On this show, yes. Yeah, well, you do voices at the beginning of our podcast. If you want to try it, go ahead. Eddie Brock. Okay. Some shit like that, but like triple very that. An, very animated series esque. Yes, what you're that's it. With. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Where it's like triple mm-hmm. toning the voice. It's do it in like the base one is Tom Hardy's, mm-hmm. and that because it's it's but in then his you own head. Add layers, add to layers it. of the voice. So that way you get like a triple tone, mm-hmm. something whispering in his head. Um, but it's not human, mm-hmm. so you don't want it to sound exactly human. Well, and like. I was thinking the biggest worry that I have with that is, and I shouldn't have this worry because Tom Hardy, maybe it wasn't his fault for this, but I just, whenever I hear, oh, Tom Hardy's going to do a voice. I know what you're thinking about. Yeah, no, that's. (laughs) This is exactly what you want. I don't want it to be like Bane. Eddie, let me take over your mind. (laughs) Remember what Spider-Man put us through. We are the better hero, Eddie. Oh man! I, and that's you're the telling thing, me you like, don't want that. I shouldn't like, and I shouldn't <laughs> worry about it. No, I don't but think. I, <laughs> but there's a part of me that does. There's a part of me that does because I want, I want this to be, I want this to be what it should be, and it should be an amazing movie. Yeah, because like, this is the culmination. Of everything, I've mentioned this before on when we've talked Venom before. This movie is the culmination of everything that I've talked about with Dave throughout our childhood yeah. and now. Where, yeah, we saw the Venom symbiote in the um, Remy Spider-Man films. Um, but the thing I would always tell him is, and I know Carnage might not be in this, but it's leading up to it. Of Could you imagine them doing a movie with Carnage and actually thinking about it, but being like, oh, that's never going to happen. Now we're sitting here, what, almost 20 years yeah. since then? And it's like, oh, my God, that's a possibility now. Yeah. That is a real possibility. Because if nothing else, we're going to get the introduction of mm-hmm. Carnage is what it's sounding like from the descriptions. Um, the only thing that's going to make me worry, and no matter what, they're going to get my money. I'm going to go see it. Um, but the one thing that makes me worry is if they sh- were to go and show the suit, going mm-hmm. back to that. Um it's kind of going to make my make or break my confidence in the movie depending. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I agree. Don't show me much or any of the suit because I want to go into the movie and then either be excited or disappointed. I don't want like to mm-hmm. have the trailer sit there and put a bad mojo on what you're thinking coming in. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I don't I don't I don't want to see like the suit and be like completely disappointed in what I see and say, "Well, I'm going to go see the movie. At least maybe the movie will be good." Mm-hmm. You know, from what I'm seeing right now, and of course this is our first look at it. Yeah, I like what I'm. I like what I'm Same. seeing. You didn't give me. Here's the bullet points from Ricky. 
You didn't give me too much. Like I said, I like the tone of it. Like Venom's supposed to be a darker character. Agreed. You're giving me that dark overtone right now. And you're kind of going with a where you're setting up the plot points a little bit, but you're not telling me the whole story. You're making me infer. You're making us discuss right now what that could be and where they could go. Yeah. What about you? What are no. your quick bullet points? Uh, quick bullet points. Um, Most of them the same as yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just excited. I, I like, like I said, I like the tone. I like where they go. So far, I like what I see that they're doing with Eddie Brock and the symbiote. Mm-hmm. Like the MRI, like I said, the MRI machine, that was a great thing. Like as soon as it's on, he starts yeah. wigging out. Um, I'm interested. I'm very interested to see like what's, what's up with the crash site. What's up with the corporation that has the symbiote. And it, are we going to see Eddie Brock already has this? Now I'm wondering, are we going to see Eddie Brock already has the symbiote mm-hmm. or are they introducing it to Eddie Brock? Yeah. Well, what I That's think, the question. what I think it's going to be is cause I'm trying to think lethal protector style. Yeah. Maybe something happens with Eddie Brock where he needs like, what am I thinking? Like not a, like, cause the MRI machine could be, I wouldn't be surprised if, Okay. Theory hat on, tinfoil hat on. Eddie Brock gets cancer. Boom. Just saying it. Yeah. His character gets cancer at the beginning of the film, a la Deadpool style. However, the difference is he goes to the doctor. The doctors might go to the Life Foundation is probably looking for actual, like, they're testing the symbiotes, right? They're at the point where it's like, we need a human specimen. We need a human specimen that we can fuse these together to know if we can do this for sure. What they probably do is, hey, Eddie, you have cancer. This Life Foundation has, because they probably have a good a good um, reputation. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. Good reputation to the outside world. They don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Oh, like Oscorp. There's this, and... <laughs> there's this experimentation. <laughs> this... <laughs> there, um, there's this advanced medicine that they're working on. Yeah. To help you that could combat your cancer and get rid of it. Eddie Brock agrees to do it. They fuse him with the Venom symbiote. Boom, that's how he gets the symbiote. I'm going to alter yours a bit. Okay. Um, so instead of cancer, mm-hmm. um, and it could, it, this could tie in the um, the crash okay. of what, where the symbiotes come from in the first place. He's driving down the highway. It looks like it's like, in. Mm-hmm. It, it looks almost like it's like along the highway where there's all that forest area. Yeah. It crashed. It crashes, kind of hits his, clips his car, makes mm-hmm. it flip over. Horrible car accident. That's why he's at first, he's not awake in the MRI machine. Mm-hmm. Then he wakes up, his body starts freaking out. Well, he's kind of like coma. And like, well, then they're like, in the side story, they have the the symbiotes. Like, we need someone. Hey, this guy has no one attached to his name, Eddie Brock. True. We're going to test him because he's the guy from the crash site. That you know why that makes sense also? Yeah. Has no one attached to his name. Why? Because he was probably from New York originally, now he's on the run in San Francisco. Exactly. Probably just dropped everything and just and left. went to San Fran. Yep. That could make sense. Yeah. And so hey, we're just gonna inject it into him. He's not gonna know if mm-hmm. he doesn't if he dies, he's not even alive to know True. right now. Or not alive. He's in a coma, he won't even know. You're making very good points, Johnny. 
You're making good points, but oh, this is where sh- Sony's going to shut this down yeah, because no, I they will. Out the They're going to be like, "Shit, we got to rewrite everything." Johnny Carey, like, feel like you figured it out. <laughs> but this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below. What do you think of the trailer? What do you think about the Venom movie? The first look thing I got. I'm we sorry. get in the Venom movie trailer. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. But Johnny, let's move into our next topic, and this is one where I'm going to be completely honest. Yes, we only had four topics for today. Then we went ahead and while we were recording this podcast, Johnny comes out and says, oh, my God, what about Ant-Man and Wasp? And I was like, you're right. We got Ant-Man and Wasp. So yes. what we are doing now is this is after we recorded the whole podcast. We're infusing this injection style into the middle of it. And I mean, you want that ranch inside that turkey. Yeah, you're seeing I got ranch inside a turkey. Okay, what? not turkey, chicken. Okay, sure, sure. If that's I know you like ranch. How about cheese? Sure. Cheese sauce? I don't sure. know. Cheese, whatever. Like, it's we're like infusing, it's, we're, we're injecting infusing it. the goodness into so you get yes. more topics. We're going to watch the Ant Man Wasp trailer. We're going to react to it. And then we're going to talk about it. So, Johnny, you got it queued up? Yep. I got it queued up. Count of three. One, two, three. Wait, I screwed up. Uh, mine didn't. Mine didn't register. On. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Hold on, I got to go back now. to zero. I hit click and it didn't click. You good? Yeah. One, two, three. There we go. I just have one question. <laughs> when Cap needed help, if I'd asked you, <laughs> would you have come? I guess we'll never know. <laughs> but if you had, you'd have never been caught. Ooh, damn. Throwing shade. I do some dumb things. And the people I love the most, they pay the price. Dun, 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 dun. To you, we had to I like the music. I also like that. That is awesome. That's my favorite part. Still <laughs> How we could just business. make the building into a little backpack. You know what's bad if someone was in there? <laughs> then he tilts it sideways. Boom. I love the pin technology. Right? I want to know who that is, though. That one mask and hood. You're talking about the villain? Yeah. <laughs> like a partner. That's awesome, right? Run on the knife. You gave her wings and blasters. <laughs> and blasters. I take it you didn't have that tech available for me. No, I did. No, I did. <laughs> Basically, I don't trust you. You're like a giant man child. I mean, he is. I love how they're still doing the whole like like that at the end where it's like, hey, you know what? We're going to do the funny gag of here's a Thomas the Tank Engine. Boom. And it's blown up. Something big. Yeah. Like here's something small. And we're going to make it really big. Well, that, that's kind of awesome because anything, be, any household thing can be big. Can, well, that can be a weapon. Mm-hmm. You, as shown in the trailer, you can throw. Um, what was you it? can also make Pez your the, van small. Yeah, and then and go <laughs> under and then boom and flip like another did. car. Yeah, but no, I love I, the PIM technology. I love PIM technology. It's fantastic. No, I'm saying like you mm-hmm. can take like they showed a Pez dispenser. Oh, toss it out the thing. Okay, now we're gonna make it big so it just hits the car behind us. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's fantastic. I, so with this one, this is one where we kind of already know a little bit of what's happening already. Yeah. Um. So we do know exactly the villain that you were talking about. Yes. We actually have an idea of who it is. Okay. Um. I'm looking at an IGN article to where they believe it's going to be Ghost is who they're talking about. Um, if you're not familiar with Ghost, we have everything you need about the villain. Here's the basics. Ready? Okay. Where most Marvel villains are busy trying to take over the world and feuding with their superhero nemesis of choice, Ghost is a more motivated by the love of anarchy and desire to punish oppressive corporations. Hmm. Ghost has dedicated himself more than the character's gender in a sec to attacking the largest corporate empires in the Marvel Universe using a combination of elite hacking skills and phasing abilities to dismantle them from the inside out. Sometimes he works as a hired mercenary, performing acts of corporate espionage. Other times he chooses his own targets, but either way, Ghost is a real thorn in the side of powerful businessmen in general and Tony Stark in particular. Ooh, interesting. So are we going to see something where I don't think we will see anything about, hey, you know what? This is going to be him going after Tony Stark because of everything that's changing with Tony Stark um, right now. But what I think this could be is, hey, you know what? I'm going to try to fuck with Pym. I'm going to try to screw with what Pym has going on. And maybe he's working for somebody else that wants to get their hands on the PIM technology. Maybe. It could be that along with the um, – could you imagine if someone like this who mm-hmm. already – if they uh, go with the fallen powers he mm-hmm. has, who can like phase through stuff already yeah. or goes through things, mm-hmm. can also shrink? Yes, could exactly. You how much better for his espionage that would mm-hmm. be? So, I mean, it could be a combination of, well, I'm going to take down this huge corporation. Because like, like IGN said, sometimes he's a, for a mercenary, sometimes he's for himself. Yeah. I mean, it could be a combination of, you know what, in, mm-hmm. while taking this down, I'm also going to take their tech so I can use it for my own espionage. Also, what I love with this To is, reference Stark on there, too, would be great. Yeah. Um, what I love, though, with this is this kind of seems like it's going to be a buddy cop. Almost. Kind of. Between Ant-Man and Wasp, where it's like, okay, this is Ant-Man getting his sidekick, because you see his daughter sidekick. his daughter kind of say, hey, maybe you need a partner. Maybe you need some, someone to watch your back. Yeah. Maybe that's what you need, Dad. And it's like, that's what we're going to get. You're getting your partner. Ant-Man is getting his Wasp. Yes, finally. And the thing I like most about it is in the trailer where, uh, oh, you didn't have the technology available for me? And how we... Wait, how she's got Pim, wings? How Pim just delivers it. He's like, oh, no, no, I did. I did. I had it. I had it readily. <laughs> Basically, he looks at him like, I don't know. You're like a child. The like in, a man the, child. So interesting thing. How this fits into the timeline. Do you know exactly how this fits in? Not exactly yet. Okay. Because I'm going to tell you. Oh, you do Because I know. Okay. We do know. Um, how it's going to work. I know work, it's after Civil War. It's after Civil War, before Infinity War. It's yeah. right after Civil War. Okay. So how it's going to work is we're going to see Black Panther this week. We're then going to see Infinity War in May. So after Infinity War 1, mm-hmm. we get Captain Marvel and Ant-Man Wasp. Ant-Man Wasp is first because it's coming this year. That's going to be right after Civil War. 
So way before Infinity War. Yes. So we don't have to deal about we don't have to deal with Infinity War messing with anything from Ant Man and Wasp. And then Captain Marvel is going to be in the nineties. So both of the movies in between the Infinity Wars don't have are the... going to be prequels to everything that's going on with the Infinity War. Yes. So every, the other two things we're going to get is before mm-hmm. that. Because she makes the comment of he goes, "Well, if you like, if you were there, would you have helped me? Would you have been on my side? Or if she, I asked you, would you have yeah, helped me?" And she goes, "Well, you wouldn't we have been caught." Yeah. Like she's like, "Well, I guess we'll never know." But you wouldn't have been. But you wouldn't have been caught. And that's like the one thing of like, oh, you know what? Doesn't want to pick a side. Doesn't care. I don't care which side is what. Mm-hmm. I just care about getting you the hell out of there. Yeah. And not getting you caught. Yeah. Because like she said, because of you, we've been on the run. And like you see, that's why Pim has to have it where it's like, whoosh, and it's a backpack. Yep. Here's my building. That it has to be so cool to just shrink a building here's and your, move it. Here's my business. We got to move it now. Like- the, this technology, I know it's fictional, but this technology has so many real life uses. Oh yeah, so many. Do you could you imagine how moving businesses would be if you could just shrink the building, move it over here, and then make it big again? If you you had to have the real half the real estate there, the room there. Yeah, but you could virtually just shrink it, move it, and then blow it up again. Yeah, I mean there are so many. I mean just. Um... Honestly, if you were to just do it to the people, mm-hmm. could you imagine having um, shrinking down businesses? So like and downsizing? In a sense. Like the movie? Like yeah, the Matt Damon like, movie? I'm saying the just, one that wasn't really that good? Uh, from what I heard, <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it. Um, what I was saying more so is like you shrink down to go to work mm-hmm. and then you could just come back and be normal size when you go home. Or Maybe. Or just in general, just shrink everything down Maybe. except for food. I... I like I like this trailer and the thing I like most about the trailer too and I like how I, I always say like most because mm-hmm. I like so much about this. Yes. It's just a fun trailer. It like, is. And Ant-Man was such a fun movie. It looks like this is also going to be a fun movie like Ant-Man. Yeah, was. it looks like it's going to have the same tone and everything. It's going to be like I think that this is going to be a nice change of pace. We're all going to get sad at the end of Infinity War. Oh my God! Who's died? Who's going to die? Are the Avengers? Are the Avengers dead? Not the Revengers. Not the Revengers. The Avengers are dead. And then it's like, oh, and here to pick up your spirits. Here's Ant Man, Paul Rudd, <laughs> Scott Lang. After you mean after they tear our hearts out? Yes, after they rip their rip our hearts out and kind of step on them, do that little yeah. twisty well, thing with rip, the shoe, rip the beating heart from your chest. Not just like step on it and then do that slow twist with a pair of cleats. With a pair of cleats, yeah, you gotta get the holes in that heart. So yeah, you got so you can't pump properly exactly. afterwards. Exactly. Even if you would want to put it back, it's not gonna work anymore. I know this is gonna be probably a shorter segment um, than the other ones, but you got any final thoughts? Anything we didn't hit? I'm just excited to see this one, too. I mean, not in the same way the other ones. It's mm-hmm. just going to be fun. It's going to be pretty funny. Uh, uh, fun and funny mm-hmm. because it's Paul Rudd. Yeah. And it's just his attitude throughout the thing. And then just like. He's also under house arrest, too. We didn't mention that. Yes, I did forget. The, I forgot myself to the, mention uh, that. The ankle bracelet. ankle bracelets that they're activating. What's really funny is um, I guess Pim's got something to. Is uh, he going to shrink that off of him? Or shrink him? Or is he going to go gigantic then shrink just himself so the bracelet stays big and then that's how he gets out of it i mean or he can just shrink himself in the first place mm-hmm. and not shrink the brace the ankle bracelet 
Can they do that? Maybe. Okay, or maybe. they can just throw the big thing on there and just make it big and yeah. he step gets out of it. Yeah, true. You can just shoot the little, just how they made the Pez dispenser. Exactly. You just, just shoot make it the big. particle on it, make it big, and boom, he's out. Or if anything, I think, Pim, if he can make shrinking technology, I think mm-hmm. he can make something that hacks into it. True, true. They, I, that could be them activating it mm-hmm. when they put the thing on there, or the other thing I'm thinking, or is that Pim yeah. putting something to it so that mm-hmm. he, they, he, they can... Hack him, hack into it so they can get him and doing the Ant Man thing again. Because now, riddle me this: Ant Man and Wasp. Okay, Riddler. Speaking of that, Sebastian Stan, did you hear about that? Yeah, he wants to play the Riddler. Yes. Um, we'll probably talk about that later. Um, but now what I was talking about, what I was going to ask is, Ant Man and Wasp are in Infinity War, right? Yes, I do believe so. Ant Man definitely, Wasp, I think, is supposed so to be. So we're going to see well. them in Infinity War, and then it's like, oh, this is what you were doing before Infinity War. Yes. It's going to be interesting. To answer everyone's questions of, of what were Ant Man and Wasp doing before Infinity yes, War. Yes, right after Civil War, <laughs> I need to know what Ant Man was doing after um, that Not anyone else. Sequence. Just these um, two. Another sequence from the trailer that was interesting Sweet. is when the people are on the roof, it looks like, mm-hmm. and he's becoming giant Ant-Man or giant I think Man. it was a boat, actually. Or a boat, one of the two. People were there and yes. they were looking at him kind of becoming giant. Yeah. Like, that's going to be interesting of where in the, what's going on in the movie. Yeah, what's playing along in that. To what goes into that. Now I'll ask you any final thoughts. No, like after I said, your first final thoughts. My first final thoughts. Now you sparked, want my second final well, thoughts. They sparked numerous thoughts. Yes, you want my second final yes, thoughts. Yes, final now. second final thoughts. The um, final answer. I'm excited to see how the villain plays into this. Ghost. Ghost is Ghost going to be the only villain too? That too. He could be a uh, puppet for a greater villain. Yeah, I mean he could be a mercenary because mm-hmm. he is one. Yeah. Um. So he could be someone for someone bigger. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um. I'm excited to see that. And just like the between Rudd and um, Pit, Hank, uh, Hank Pym, Pym and uh, Wasp, Pym. Well, the three of them. Honestly, yeah. the demeanor between the three of them, the back and forth between the three of them. Because it again, just from the trailer, it's funny. Like um, uh, he goes, she has wings and blasters. And blasters. Oh, you just didn't have the technology for me at that time. No, I did. I did. <laughs> Basically, I don't trust you with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, we're not giving you that. And one guy, I gotta make sure what character he is playing. Yeah, that's it. Um, the interesting one is Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Did you see him, Lawrence Fishburne, in that trailer? Um, um, he was also in Man of Steel. Um, he was in Man of Steel. He's, um, uh, Morpheus. Morpheus is in that. He's gonna be playing, Gal- he's going to be playing Dr. Bill Foster, who, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, um, helped Pym develop the technology, and he actually is the hero called Goliath. Hmm. So that is who he is going to be, Goliath from um, the Marvel comics. Interesting. So, I mean, we get to see, I didn't or... Notice that, honestly. Is it a villain? Because when I typed it in, it said villain. Whatever, he's going to be... Um, Bill Foster, who is Goliath, and that's who he'll be playing. And Goliath comes from the um, his origins are the Power Man and Luke Cage comics. I believe he okay. debuted in 1975. Yeah, and it was Power Man 24 was the one that he <laughs> debuted in. He's a LA guy in the comics. Okay, um, but 
He's been in the Avengers. He's been in Giant Man comics. He's been in the Thing issue um, from 2006. So, and I'm reading those right now on the screen. He's also been called Giant Man and Black Goliath as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he is. But I want to turn it on to you guys. What do you guys think down below in the comment section? Ant-Man and Wasp, how hyped are you? And what do you think it's going to be for our psyches seeing that after Avengers Infinity oh, yeah, War? Part two. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. But Johnny, let's move on into our next topic and another trailer, another watch. Let's another be completely yeah. honest. I'm going to say this right now. Yeah. Uh, the only trailer we're not going to be able to watch is Deadpool. Yes. Deadpool 2 on this. And the only reason why is because uh, Blame Fox. Yes. Blame Fox. Until Disney officially has Fox completely. We can't watch We it. can't do it because, you know, Fox will take our ad revenue money and we kind of need that money yeah. to make this thing a thing. So yep. we're going to be watching the Solo A Star Wars Hurry story up, official trailer. What were you saying? I say, hurry up, Disney. Buy them out. Yeah, yeah. hurry up and finish, finish that. that However... I did hear, and this is a whole different can of worms, that Comcast now wants to get in to try to acquire Fox because the deal's not technically done. Disney, so hurry they up. want to try to offer Fox more money so that they can get it. That that's no that's no es bueno. No es because bueno. then we can't get the X Men in the MCU. No but es bueno. What we're doing here, we got Solo, a Star Wars story. All ready to go here on our computers. Same thing as we did before. So yes. for Blog Talk Radio and audio listeners, you'll get to hear it. For our YouTube watchers, you'll get to see our reactions and actually see the trailers. We're going to start it on three. Ready, Johnny? One, two, three. I like when they do that, when they do that stuff and make it, like, match with the music. music yeah, no, that's a, that's a great thing to do. I was kicked out of the flight academy. For having a Knobs mind and dies. For having a mind of my own. I'm going to be a pilot. The best in the galaxy. Hey, kid. I'm putting together a crew. I love that cast. I love Lando being Donald yeah. Glover. Yes. You mean Donald Glover being Lando? Yes. I might be the only person. That's the one character I'm questioning. Is Amelia Clark in this? Yeah. She really are. What's that? We're in trouble there for a second, but it's fine. We're fine. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not. Space squid. Okay. I have so many questions for you. Okay. So many. Here's the first one I want to start with. The first question I am going to ask you, Johnny, has to do with. So here's how it all broke down. The trailer that we watched yes. was from Monday. Okay. They, they kind of confused. Like, now if you're looking for the different trailers, it's confusing to find them. But Sunday, they had a shortened trailer, didn't show a lot of footage during the Super Bowl. They released then this trailer on Monday. Sh uh, Sean, Dave, and I 
we're watching the Super Bowl at Dave's house, yes. and they show that trailer. The one thing that Sean immediately said was, I don't know if I like it because that doesn't look like Han Solo. Doesn't look like Han Solo. Doesn't sound like Han Solo. What do you think to those people who are like, I don't know. It doesn't look like he looks anything or sounds anything to Harrison Ford. Well, I'm sorry, but we can't have a young Harrison Ford. He's in, what, his 60s, 70s? Hey, man, they did it in Iron Man. Yeah, for <laughs> a few seconds. Could not you a, imagine if they not did that a whole for an movie. entire movie, though? I think people would actually notice and not be happy with it. So what you're saying is that it would kind of be like the mustache uh, mustache gate for if, Justice League. If you can notice the mustache, you could probably notice someone being CGI'd a mm-hmm. whole movie. Yeah. So guess what? Young Han Solo, not going to be the same actor. I'm sorry. True. Um I so far his attitude seems right though, mm-hmm. so I, that's that's what I'm looking at, and people do change over time. Maybe not to the degree that people are like, well, he looks nothing like Harrison Ford. I'm sorry. Well, at least he got the, he's portraying the, at least to me as of now, it looks like he's portraying the attitude right. Well, and to me the thing, the only part of this trailer that I was kind of like, oh no, was so at the beginning when he's talking about how like. I got kicked out of the flight academy for uh, speaking my mind. I was like... For having my own mind. Yeah, for having my own mind. I'm thinking, okay, okay, Han Solo. The perfect Han Solo line was when Wookiee, or Chewie makes his... And then he goes, that's a yes. Or that means yes. I'm like, yeah, that's Han Solo. The only part that made me go, is when he's talking to Amelia Clark's character. Yeah. And he kind of tries to do the suave Harrison Ford of like, he does the smile and then the back to the straight face, can't do it the same way as Harrison Ford. Like, Harrison Ford was a treat. He was a delight. He was the, any like, he is Han Solo. Yeah. Putting it plain and simple. And that, oh, that part was like, oh, no, like, is it, that's the best you could do that? Like, that's me nitpicking. Like, that one part is like, oh, that needs to be spot on if you're going to do that inter- intricacy of Han Solo, Let's where he goes from the smile to the, oh, I fucked up. I'm going to go back to straight face. Let's put it this way. Maybe it's, uh, we can, maybe it could be, if they did in the movie, it would be great if they played it off that way. Mm-hmm. If they, like, maybe they noticed that in production or when he was trying to do it. True. So, Amelia Clark goes, you knew it that, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Trying to, like, be suave and then goes back to straight face. And that's the thing. Yeah, like, I'm not good at this. We don't know, like... If Her- if not Harrison Ford, if Han Solo is always like that, yeah, exactly. Like, this could be his development. I'm also going to throw in um, what Mark Webber said when I was Space talking squids, to him no. <laughs> about the same thing of um, how oh it doesn't look like Han Solo or sound like Han Solo. He said, "Do you just want it to be a rehashed story? Right? Do you want it to be a rehash of here's Han Solo, here's Harrison Ford?" He goes, "No, let the kid do what he like, do what he's going to do." And show us a different take or a unique take on the Han Solo character. And I mean, yeah. here's another thing I want to ask you, because there are two things, two things in this movie I want to see. And I want to get your mind of if we're going to see any of these. Okay. Number one, I think Han Solo has to win the Millennium Falcon off of Lanzo, Lando in this movie. Yes, he does. I would th- agree with that. We have to see the Kessel run. We have to see the Kessel Run. What if this is the Kessel Run? What if the ending where they were like, oh, I think I'm on. What if that's like the Kessel Run? Part of the Kessel Run. Like, we have well, to see it. 
in this movie, I believe. This to this to me is almost like um, I'm putting a team together. I I need you. I need all these people mm-hmm. to pull off this heist because he is a smuggler. Maybe this is like his yeah. into getting into smuggling. Well, business. it's supposed to be a heist movie too because you got well, Woody yeah. Harrelson's character who's kind of like a rogue. I'm putting together a team. Yeah, exactly. He's probably putting together a team for a heist, and that's yeah. how. Han gets into the whole smuggling business because he got kicked out of the flight academy. He got kicked out of the flight academy, but also he's what? Um, I don't think I don't know if this one had it or the other one had it. He's been um doing what since age of ten or something like that. Um, what was wasn't he saying like flying? No, he's been fly. He flies for the. He's, mm-hmm. He got kicked out of the academy because you're talking in the trailer they mentioned. In it. the it's one. Of the, it's either the Sunday trailer or the Monday trailer. I missed it then. There was I something he said line. in the beginning about like um, basically swindling people in some way, in a nicer term of that. Yeah, that was since okay. the age of ten. That was the Sunday trailer because that was the one where the thing is the Sunday trailer didn't show enough of Han Solo's character. Yes, the most you saw of him is when they flip open the um, blinders and you just see like the slashes of light on his face. Yeah, and he gives the smile. Beginning, he is the coke, the uh, cloak, and the. Hoods up, and it's like, I think that's Han Solo's character. So I think that's what you're talking about from the Sunday trailer. Yeah, one the of Super Bowl sh- ad. One of them you showed showed that um, mm-hmm. it it said that in the beginning before saying the second part of getting kicked out of the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I think that'd be an interesting one because he's been doing it his whole life in a sense. Yeah, and then he went into the academy, kind of like oh, I'm trying to be a pilot, but they don't like they don't like how I do it. Doesn't like that I have my own mind. Exactly. But here's the thing that kind of worries me about it. I'm kind of looking for the exact article. I am going to find it here on Screen Rant. Is apparently there were stories about, um, here it is. So Ron Howard was reluctant to direct Solo, a Star Wars story. Really? And I know that's just a headline that you see. Um Here's the actual quote. So in an interview with EW, Ron Howard says he was reluctant to accept the job because he hasn't planned on directing anything in 2017, let alone a major blockbuster film, and especially at the 11th hour, which is an accelerated production schedule than he's probably used to. Then again, he wanted to help his friends at Lucasfilm. The exact quote is, I know Chris and Phil, they're incredibly talented guys, and all anyone and all anyone at Imagine, Imagine Entertainment wants to do is find a way to work with Chris and Phil. And that's every bit as much the case today as ever. But when I learned that this change was happening, it just came in a moment where I was working on a lot of new projects for Imagine, and I had not planned to direct anything last year. So then this came my way, and I was talking to Kathy, and the new um, tragic, uh, yeah, tragically late Ali um, Shermer, an old friend. I was reluctant, but I also began to feel that I could help. So this is one where you read into the quote, and it's, I'm reluctant, but was he reluctant just because of the schedule and because of directing? People are also looking at it and going, oh, Ron Howard was reluctant. What do we? What don't we know about this film that we should know? Yeah, well, that's what you have to look into. Then is, is why is he reluctant? Because at first, when you hear that, yeah, it's like, oh, so he didn't even want to do this film. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, maybe it's from timing. Maybe it's just timing. He because like 
as a, maybe it's like, I wish I had better timing to do this movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the one thing I'm looking at, and there's also articles, um, I'm looking at one right now. What happens if Star Wars, um, the solo, if it flops? That's what people are looking at. Because here's what I'm thinking about, where these intermediate movies, mm-hmm. the solo, the Rogue One that we saw um, in between seven and eight, Going into Rogue One, people's expectations were very low. Yeah. It's like, you know what? It's not part of the major trilogy. You know, it's just a story before episode four. Like, you know what? If it's bad, like, if it's bad, it's bad, whatever. It's not a main Star Wars story. I can forget about it. Mm-hmm. But then Rogue One was amazing. It was. Rogue One was phenomenal. And there are Out many the there are many Star Wars fans that I've talked to. That are like, yeah, Rogue One's my favorite Star Wars movie. Like, m- a bigger favorite than the original trilogy. Yeah. In some in some Star Wars fans' eyes. To me, I always like Return of the Jedi as my favorite. But I like Rogue. Rogue One would be in my top five. Rogue One is Star fantastic. Wars movies. That set the bar high. So because the bar was set so high with Rogue One, and it was, a per- to me, a perfect movie from beginning to end, that set the bar high for Solo. And Solo... In my mind, many fans are thinking it has to meet that or else it's a flop. It has to meet what Rogue One was because we have that perception in our head and we're not back to the, ah, you know, whatever, we haven't had this, if it's bad, it's bad kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, if you ask me, it's a little unfair to say that, like, not to say that, but to, Mm -hmm. like, to ask that of the Han Solo solo movie. Mm -hmm. Just because Rogue One, again, like you said, you go in with low expectations. No expectations, really. Or no expectations. Your bar is this low. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's it if, like... Let's say you're like if your bar is down here and it makes it here, mm-hmm. that's pretty like holy shit! That was a great movie. Yeah. But let's say your bar is here. Mm-hmm. This is this this hand. Yeah. And then like it's right here. You're gonna say, well, eh. if it it's got, all about where your bar starts. If honestly, it, if it's that last one, I don't think it's as much. The other thing that this so the other thing that this movie has to compete with. Yeah. That Rogue One didn't was Han Solo is an iconic character. True. He is iconic. It's one of those, it's kind of like, I would I would almost relate it to Robert Downey Jr., where Robert Downey Jr. is no longer just Robert Downey Jr. No. He's Tony Stark. Yeah, exactly. To where Harrison Ford is Han Solo, but he's also Indiana Jones. Like exactly. Han, he's had those roles, but Han Solo is one of them where it's like, when most people picture Han Solo, they see it's Harrison Ford. Exactly, it's that kind of. It's going to be hard to compete with that. And that goes back to the first question we asked, and this is what I would tell Star Wars fans that are going to go in with that expectation: don't, no, don't go in with the expectation that this is going to be exactly Han Solo's. Um, or Harrison Ford's Han Solo is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Don't go in with that expectation because if you do, then you're not going to like the movie. Exactly. You need to go in with the mindset of this is going to be a Han Solo introduction film. Mm-hmm. This is us getting what happened, why Han Solo is when he is when episode four comes around. Now, I want to ask you this, and this is a big question that I have about the movie. No. My <laughs> biggest question mark was you had, um, I'm trying to look at it, 
Amelia Clark's character. Yes. And I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this right. So if I pronounce it wrong, Star Wars fans, let me know. But she is playing Kira. Q-I apostrophe R-A. Kira? Okay. Um, Probably. Possibly. I want to ask you what your first thoughts were because I didn't even know she was in this movie until I saw her in the trailer. What did you think when you saw Daenerys in Solo, a Star Wars story? I didn't know what to think because I don't know what role she's playing exactly. Mm-hmm. It seems like sort of a love interest-ish part. So I'm just interested to see where they're going to play that out so far. I'm looking right now at some info, and it says um, Kira was a female human who came to know Han Solo during the reign of the Galactic Empire. The two grew up on the streets together. So it kind so, of like, looks— longtime friend. So it kind of looks like it's going to be that kind of a thing where he's growing up with her. Um, yeah, so it's Kira. I was right because okay. it says here it's pronounced K I R A. Okay, yeah, Kyra, Kira, 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 Kyra, whatever. I'm gonna say I was right. Kira. But that's so. That's what it looks like. Do you think that's gonna be a good mix then with Amelia Clark and Han, or Kira and Han Solo? I should say with those two. And what do you think we could see from those two in this movie? Well, I think that would be interesting because it's the, the one person that knows who he actually is. Like mm-hmm. known, like if they grew up on the streets together, like you said, she, she out of anyone in that like group that's going to be there knows who he is and what kind of person he is. Mm-hmm. So it, she could mean that, Hey, you're a swindler. And we, I know that, or Hey, you're actually a good person deep down and you know it. Because I know it. Mm-hmm. There's Who knows? It depends on how they portray him in the, the first chunk of the movie before that adds up. Yeah, and I mean, for me, the whole thing is I'm just – my first question of it was like, oh, okay. Okay, Amelia Clark's in this. Like, we'll see how that goes. Um, however, I was really excited. For me, on the Super Bowl Sunday one, Yeah, because you just see – Donald Glover in full like Lando. You full out Lando pimp fur basically is what yeah. I'm calling it. He's got the pimp jacket on with the fur and he's just looking with that nice mustache and he's just looking like, yeah, I'm a badass motherfucker. That's what I'm doing. Shut That's your mouth. Shut your mouth. That's what he looked like. I am. Here's the thing with Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. I apologize for our viewers that don't like swearing. I had to do it for Lando. Because yeah. he is a bad MFR. That's what he is. And here's the thing with Lando, and I'm bringing in an opinion that Mark had expressed to me on Tuesday when we recorded the onside kick. Mark's like, you know, Lando's this character that everyone's like, oh, my God, Lando's so cool. And, oh, my God, I love Lando. And he goes, we barely saw Lando in the original trilogy. True. He was barely in those movies. We know nothing about him, yet everyone loves him. I am. I agree with Mark in the sense that we. I want to see more of Lando in this film. Yeah, and I want to learn about Lando's background as much as I want to learn about Han Solo's background. You know what else I was thinking about though? What along with that? Um, so because are they going to meet? Are they going to already know each other? I want this to be them first meeting. I want to get that whole connection going. I don't want Lando and Han to already know each other. Yeah. That would be cool, actually. Just this is the the meeting, mm-hmm. becoming friends in a sense. Yeah. Um, Chewbacca is already with him when he he agrees to do the yes, mission from the Woody Harrelson character. But if I remember correctly, and 
do correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason Chewbacca stays with him and in essence stays with Rey and all that is he has a life debt to Han Solo. Okay, true. So I'm wondering if we're going to see any any glimpses of that part. We have to because think about it. Why this would you stick with them? Well, no, no, no. Think yeah. it this way too. Beginning of the trailer, we see him in the in the speeder. Yeah. When he's talking about he got kicked out of the academy, and it looks like um, the cops or whatever, or whatever it is, the Empire or something. Yeah. Someone of authority is chasing after him. Exactly. Um, but what do we see? No Chewie. No Chewie's not there. Now that could be a scene where Chewie's off doing something else. Or it could be a fact of, because of the narration they have, before he met Chewie. And he's got to meet Chewie in this, too. However, what do we see in that land speeder that's kind of ironic? Hmm. The dice. True. I forgot. I didn't notice that. However, here's the thing that plays into that. If he already has the dice as the um, overhanging thing... Then does that mean he's already won the Millennium Falcon from Lando? Because I thought that the dice, and this is the same dice we see at the end of episode eight, that those dice were symbolic because those were the dice he used to win the Millennium Falcon off of Lando. Yeah, that could be the dice that he used. He used his own dice. Maybe he likes to carry his dice on him. Mm -hmm. So just because... He's carrying it on. It doesn't mean it's, well. I'm he saying like has they're it. already like a gold chain and gold in the land speeder that we see at the beginning of the trailer. Well, no, um, maybe he already did win it from him. I mm-hmm. that would kind of ruin the them um, him winning it in the movie. Yeah, would ruin that. Um, my guess would be no. I would hope not. Maybe it's like. It on it on uncl- at that point maybe it like comes off of- and he can use like the gold dice. Yeah. He, that's the one fancy mm-hmm. thing he has. Yeah. I mean... Th- it's a great way to keep them together and not lose them. Two things I want to see from this. Yeah. Two things I want to see from this movie. I want to see the castle run, and I want to see Lando lose the Millennium Falcon to Han Solo. That's yes. what I want. I want to see Han get the Millennium Falcon. You know who else we didn't see in this trailer? Who? Paul Bettany. He's in this movie, too. Vision. Is he? he is. He's going to be uh, playing... Um, Dryden Voss is who he's going to play. Interesting. We didn't see him. I didn't see him in this trailer. I didn't either. Which is interesting. So they're keeping, I like that, keep something away from me so that I don't get everything in. But it was interesting as I'm looking at the cast, I'm like, huh, I didn't really see Paul Bettany in this trailer. At least not yet. No, maybe maybe he's one of the baddies. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Because off the top of my head, maybe Star Wars um, Deep Divers um, know more about his character than I do, but I don't know much about his I character. I mean, that name sounds like someone from the Empire. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what was it again? It was Dryden Voss. I mean, that sounds... Voss, Voss? I think it's Voss. V-O-S. Could be uh, either one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be either way. It's however you want to say it, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, any final thoughts on the solo movie? Like, I'm excited. Uh, I would like to see the Kessel Run. That's not one of the ones I'm pushing for. I'm pushing for... Oh, I would love... I'm not pushing for that, though. I'm pushing for the life. I want to see the life dead. I want to know what he did to save Chewie's life that warrants a life dead. That's got to be in there. It has to. And I want to see him win the Millennium Falcon from Mm -hmm. Lando. So we both want to see the Falcon. 
get one. You want to see the life debt. I want to see the castle run. You can get all three in here. Yeah. I think you can. We can get all three in there. And I mean, you know why I want to see Chewy's thing. Yeah, because you <laughs> like Chewy. You like Chewy, too. Yeah, I like Chewy. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. What do you think of the Solo A Star Wars movie? What were your first reactions when you saw the trailer? And what are you thinking about now that you've got a week or so to kind of stew on this trailer and think about it more? Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. But Johnny, let's move on into our next topic, and we're looking at the new Deadpool two travel trailer. Trailer. Tra Deadpool two trailer. Deadpool two trailer. There, there we go. go. And tongue twister, uh, very, yeah, very tongue twister. <laughs> and if you're on YouTube, you might be asking, "Well, guys, the uh, last two I saw, we got to see you react to trailers. Are you going to do it the same here?" No, no, because Fox uh, Fo Fox doesn't like us. No, he doesn't. Fox doesn't they, like. He, they. Fox does not like. Free promotion for their trailers. So no, they don't. We want we we like our ad revenue money. It helps us do stuff here. So mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Fox. You can get the trailer link. will be down below in the description. I would love though. for Ryan Reynolds to make fun of that too. <laughs> yeah, you can. He kind of made fun of uh, a lot of things. Made fun of yes. DC got made fun of. Yes, the they whole, did. We're not trying to. It's a metal arm. It's not like we're CGIing a mustache. We have a Disney thing throw in there. A few Thanos references, yep. especially with the green screen, was also a Thanos reference yes. as well. Because Brolin is also Thanos as well as Cable. But Indeed I want to ask you just to start. What were your first impressions? This is the first time, really, in a trailer we are seeing Brolin as Cable. Well, funny as usual. I have to add that first. Um, but I'm, I'm, I like Brolin... Brolin's adaptation, interpre mm -hmm. interpretation, probably the better yeah. word, of Cable. Um, very harsh, very, um, I'm trying to think of some good. Cold. Very cold, very um, just that his demeanor is great for it. Mm -hmm. And it's not like he's just like copying and pasting Thanos. Yeah. Which Deadpool does make fun of that as if he is. Mm -hmm. But no, um it's not exactly like Thanos. It's in a sense that it's actually very different. Than, I mean, they got some, you can say they have similar traits, mm -hmm. but that's just because Cable and Thanos, in some ways, you can even, if you want to pick nitpick it, mm -hmm. have some similar traits. They're yeah. both kind of cold um, for different reasons, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But I do like this Cable so far. Now, my whole question with it is so the thing that I first pointed out with Cable yes. is the teddy bear. The teddy bear. Brer. Ricky, isn't, words. <laughs> now, the, the teddy bear, yes. isn't that supposed to be relating to um, his daughter? One I of think. his kids, and I thought it was his I daughter. I think it's daughter, and I think so. So does that mean that he, we're probably going to see a Cable where the daughter had probably died already? Because doesn't she die in the comics? Yes. If I'm not mistaken, I Mr. Marvel she, Boy? I think she does. I'm not 100% um, familiar with Cable's mm -hmm. story. I know of him. I know some of his stuff. I don't exactly know what happens to his kid. The thing that I... and, and I'm I do know the, there is something with the teddy bear in his kid, though. I know that's the correlation there. The thing I am excited about because of Cable and that I'm watching the trailer right now is... Of course, we're going to get all the yeah, funny can... parts with Deadpool, but I like the part where he, like, he throws up his metal arm mm -hmm. as the guy's shooting. It's like, tink, 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 and it's right into the metal arm. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, actually. I was, I've was i been watching it over, over mm -hmm. and over again a few times, and um, when he shoots the arm, it's actually sort of like um, 
a barrier field around it. So mm-hmm. when you watch it again and watch the arm closely, you'll see like yellow light up, almost like Doctor Strange's uh magic. Now let me fast forward to that part. Yeah. Um because like the thing that I'm interested with this, I love the look. Yeah, I you're do. right. It has like a kind of Doctor Strange yellowy barrier field around exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Which is cool. That's, I like it. He's future tech. So I like I the get intricacies it. that they had. Like when they showed his eye at the beginning, and you could like, see it turning in there. So it opens up and shows light. Yes. Yeah. No, that's um, really cool. The thing that I also like that it looks like they're doing is mm-hmm. they're setting up for X Force. Yes, we got are. Domino like in it. there, and I know that you mentioned before we started recording that some people had complaints about Domino about her look. Yeah, how she doesn't look like I didn't expect. Um, I didn't expect her. To look exactly I was, like she did in the comics. I wouldn't say exactly. I was just, and I get, like, if you look later in the trailer, mm-hmm. you see that, like, she's up in the plane, and that, she looks more like Domino then. Yeah. I was thrown off because the one that you blatantly see Domino, mm-hmm. she doesn't look like Domino. And I'm like, that's supposed to be Domino? hmm So, I, I, I'm, I'm going to let it go. And, I mean, I'm not one of those people that was complaining because I, you know, as long as... To me, part of it is, yeah, the look, but part of it more so is the acting. True. I want to see, like, maybe we'll get another trailer with, like, her, a little bit more of her now. Mm-hmm. So we can get a little bit more idea if she's going to, how good she's going to do. Well, and the thing that is also entertaining with this, so it looks like they're leading up, obviously, to... Um, you said X-Force. X-Force. Yeah. And the thing that's blew my mind is when they're in the shot of the plane... And you see Deadpool there. You see um, Domino, Domino to his side. right. Who do you see to his left? Terry Crews. We don't Cruz. know who it is, but we know it's Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Terry Crews is going to be in Deadpool 2. And there are a ton of actors that I'm looking at, like um, Eddie Marson. You've got Jack Casey. We've got um, Julian Dennison. He's the one with the – he's the kid flipping off uh, yeah. the camera who's got the inhibitor collar yeah. around his neck. Um, of course, he's not going to be in the group, but they're setting up for X Force. Yeah. It seems they're setting up for that spinoff because there is going to be yeah they a have solo a plan X-Force for X Force. Yeah, you know I'm. I want to point out two things because I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want a joke about Terry Crews and <laughs> Old Spice. I want a joke in there about Terry Crews Kinda and Old like Spice. Kind of like how they did during the uh, the Super Bowl tight end. Yes, it's like I am on a horse and this is a tight end. <laughs> Oh, with um, with the, Harbor, right? Yeah, Harbor's now all the tight yep. tight ends. This is a tight end. <laughs> this is not a tight end, by the way. This is a podcast you're yeah. listening to. Oh. But I would love when you see white clothes in a in a tennis game like mm-hmm. this, you know it's a tight end. Yeah, I would love to see <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, aka Deadpool, making fun of Terry Crews. Like, I would love literally it. Terry Crews, even though it's not Terry Crews. Yes, no, I want it. I want him to like make in the ter- movie. Yeah, the actor's playing Terry Crews, but it's not Terry Crews in the film universe but i want i wanted to make a joke i want i want an old spice joke Mm -hmm. because that's one of the latest things he's been um in on that i know of on tv that's like brooklyn 99 brooklyn 99 too yes Uh, um we get a white girls joke how about the white girls that'd be hilarious where here's what it is no matter who terry cruz's character is what if it's something where like they're walking in the street and they hear a thousand miles and he just looks over and he goes hey so-and-so don't you like that one (laughs) This one really fits your tune, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll. I just want to tear a, a nice 
At least mm-hmm. one, if not more, Terry Crews jokes. I also want to point out Cable's gun. He turned it up he to, 11. It to eleven. I'm sorry, I had to point that out because I pointed it out you to made, you when we when we watched it. I made you go back. It, you were like, "Wait, go back." He just turned it up to eleven. <laughs> I was so excited when I saw the joke, and I'm sorry to ruin it for anyone that didn't get to see the trailer yet. I don't care. That's fucking funny to yeah, me. Yeah, he turned it up to eleven. My favorite part is the very end of the trailer, where go Cable finally meets. First off, he finally meets um, Deadpool. Yes. And you've got the guns, and it's like, uh, I'm going to move your arm straight oh, because yeah, you the, can't see. His roommate, I can't and then when he goes, he's like, name. You're, you're, you, you lazy, are you something fuck? And he just lur- looks at the camera, uh, Ryan Reynolds, he goes, well, that's lazy writing. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're getting also at Deadpool. It seems like they're, because Deadpool 1 did so well. They're getting more comfortable with it. Yeah. And Deadpool even seems more Deadpool in this one than what we saw in Deadpool 1. Yeah. It's almost like you had a Deadpool that had to walk on eggshells in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like not not very much, but... But now he's fully loose and we yeah. can just let him do whatever he wants. Exactly. Just let Ryan Reynolds go. Mm-hmm. And what else from this trailer are you looking at? Or what else about the movie did we not see? That you're intrigued about or that um, we did see and you're intrigued just about. Just more so about the storyline because uh, mm-hmm. it looks like it's something that Deadpool fucked up on. That we mm-hmm. talked about We talked about this before for yeah. sure. Um, it definitely now looks like it's something that Deadpool fucked up on in some way. Mm-hmm. Either he he's going back to kill him or he's going back to correct his mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking about Cable's yeah, cab- time traveling. Cable's time traveling. Okay. Seems more like at first he's just going to k- try and kill him, which mm-hmm. we know that's not going to turn out well. Well, what I want to know, and this is the only, it's from the beginning of the trailer, bouncing back and forth. Yeah. So we get the I shot. Mean, we do that a lot, so whatever. We get the shot of Cable kind of just standing there, and it's kind of raining, and it looks dark. Yeah, in the, the background you're talking the about? The thing I want to know is where is Cable when it's a shot of his feet but then you look at the people who are in front of them, mm-hmm. and you see the red dots around their neck, which would, to me, mean they're wearing inhibitor collars. Yeah, I think meaning so. Meaning they're mutants. So my question is, what is that? Is that just him jumping from place to place to try to find Deadpool and find where he is? Or is he there for a specific reason? We might have, we might be starting out in his time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there a reason he is there in his own time? Well, he's... There's probably because that's where you want to start the story off mm-hmm. since it's it's Deadpool and it's maybe a a bit about Cable as well because this, this is point. the introduce the introduction it, to Cable. Yes, yeah, so we're the probably, introduction may, in whatever <laughs> part of it we start off with mm-hmm. Cable is probably going to be in his own timeline. Yeah, and in that timeline, there's inhibitor collars, there's mutants that are being corralled. Basically, mm-hmm. it's um basically the days of future past in a sense. Okay. Um, the beginning of that, wherever they're always fighting off the why can't the mm-hmm. Sentinels? Yeah, right. Yeah, the Sentinels. Yeah, because the Sentinels are trying to capture all the mutants. And, yeah, and my guess, kill the mutants. My, well, this case, they're trying to kill them all. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess is because of the uh, the timeline of Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. we have a bit altered where they don't have such intricate Sentinels. Yeah. But we get somewhat along the lines of Sentinels and, again, mutants being corralled and mm-hmm. being uh, kept in tight spaces because it's like, no, they're a danger to all of us. That that fear. And that's something where early on, I like I said, I looked at the early trailer and I'm like, the early part of the trailer, and I'm like, I want to know what that is. Now, I want to know in the movie. I don't yeah, want them oh. to come out with another trailer and spoil it. But no, I agree. 
Another thing that I liked from this trailer, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we saw the full no. effect of it in Deadpool 1, but we see um, Negasonic using yeah. her powers more, and you see, like, the She's probably the also got more practice now at this point. She's probably, Exactly. Because, like, at first she seems fairly new and mm-hmm. not, like, very well-versed in her powers. Like, yeah. she knows how to harness it, but she probably doesn't know how to direct it. Now mm-hmm. it seems more like she know, knows she, how to direct it and yeah. use it and actually be better. She knows formidable. How to, yeah, she knows how to use it better. Yeah. Like, before, the ways she used it were great. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, until she kind of de- destroyed and almost killed everyone else, mm-hmm. because like I think it was her explosion that made the the big tanker start tipping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're gonna get a her more well versed. I don't. I wonder if we're gonna get any Colossus at this point. Now I though. think we are because I saw on. I didn't see anything with him in here. Well, I I didn't see him in the trailer. Yes, but I did see the headline of an article. That read, let me see if I can find it really quick. It said something like very, he's very pleased. Um, the actor who played um, Colossus is very pleased with it. When I find it, I'll bring it up. But, I mean, that is something that we haven't seen him. We didn't see him in this trailer. We didn't see him. I haven't seen him in any of the other trailers as well. Any so of the teasers? No. It'll be interesting to see if he's in the movie, how much he's in the movie. Maybe... Like you said, maybe because Negasonic is controlling her powers a little bit better, mm-hmm. maybe we're going on a thing where it's like, okay, I don't need to babysit you anymore. Yeah. I don't need to be here every single second because you can kind of handle yourself because you are more of an X-Men than you were in the first one. Exactly. No, I completely agree. Maybe it's like, or like just he doesn't want... <laughs> um It'd be along the lines. He doesn't want um, Colossus with them because he's kind of uh, Boy Scottish. It doesn't doesn't let Deadpool reign Deadpoolness. Deadpool could kind of try to trick him into. Yeah, it says right here Deadpool 2 was really a pleasure for Colossus actor. Okay. That's what the headline read. So maybe he was in there a little bit somewhere. Um, Let me see. So the actor who played Deadpool, who will be reprising the role in Deadpool 2, said that he found working on the sequel sequel to be a real pleasure. Um, His exact quote from RLM online um, said this, David is a beautiful director. You can never compare directors because they all have their own signature to directing. To me, it was a beautiful experience working with Tim, and Tim's my friend. On the other side, I met David a year ago and started working with him. Working with David is such a pleasure because he's such a clever and fast guy. He's really a master of his job. I learned so many things from both both of these directors, and I mean David, David like I did John Wick, and Atomic Blonde, two movies I really love. So it was a re- it was really a pleasure. End quote. So he will be coming back. He will be Colossus, and he liked his time filming I, Deadpool. I'd be interested to see where he uh, plays into this role. Then any other things that you think we should hit on in this trailer? No, I think it, I think it all looks pretty good though. This one kind of this one's a straightforward one. Yeah, I will say in the trailer, I do love the. Hey, while you fix the CGI, let me play with my toys here. Yep. I, my favorite part is the regeneration power is activated. That's not how That's that not works. That's how it works. 
<laughs> I got, I got, uh, I got. Uh, what was the line that he used? Uh, I got some balls for you, and he, I got some stones. I got some stones to help you. Right in his I got, the, I got the stones to help you. My favorite part of that, though, one Deadpool the toy had a Woody outfit on, so you know it's like we're Sheriff making fun Deadpool. of Toy Story. But also when he drops the toys on the bottom of their feet, on both feet, on both left foot, you see Wade with yep. the backwards E. <laughs> So I love the little like intricacies of we're making fun of Toy Story. Do you think they put that in there because of the Disney Fox deal? I think they did. Because I mean, technically it's Pixar, but it's still Disney. Yeah, it's still a Disney tie-in. And it's a way to tie it tie it in as a mm-hmm. joke instead of like making a cartoon of let's say. Yeah. Um, it's a way to tie it in mm-hmm. and say like, oh yeah, there's the whole Disney Fox deal going on because he's he makes tropes and makes fun of stuff, but also makes tropes towards things. True. So, so this is where you guys are going to come in. Let us know what you guys think down below of Deadpool 2. What do you think of our first look at Cable and what are what are you expecting from Deadpool 2? I expect it to be one of our better movies. It'll probably be a four or five mm-hmm. from both of us when we go see it. And let us know what you guys think down below, though, in that comment section. But, Johnny, let's move on into our next topic and let's close out the podcast. Yes. Talking about... I'm excited for this one. I yes, don't know you if you are, because I don't know. Have you played this game much? I played part of it when the first one came out. Okay. Okay. That's I beat, it. Beat the first one. Beat the second one. Been waiting for the third one since, what, 2007, I want to say? Something like that. Like, it's been a long time since I've been waiting for this long game. Long time but coming. from the D23 Expo in Japan this week, we got... A new trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3. And I am excited. What we are going to do is Johnny and I are going to watch the trailer. If you're on YouTube, you'll see it. If you're on uh, podcast services, you'll hear it. So there you know the deal. Johnny, you know the deal. Do you have it all queued up, ready to go? Just got to get this in. Just got to get you get your little earphone in there. Yeah, my earbud. And we're going to go on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Of course, we got to go through all the, this trailer is a game in development. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I just, I can't wait for it. Don't assume your dreams are just fantasy. If you can imagine a world, I can't read it that quick. Mm. Can't read it a little faster. I had to turn off the black, another trailer that was playing in the, in the background. Oh, this is going to be our first Kingdom Hearts on a PlayStation 4? We didn't even get one on a PS3, I don't think. No, I don't think you did. Oh, man. See, I remember talks of this before this trailer came out. Yes. Just no, this Toy one. Story was one where we knew Toy Story was coming. Yeah. This is the this one. one is new. This is cool. the one I saw and I'm like, holy crap. Oh, man. Like, this is the world I'm most excited about. Yeah. Is Monsters, Inc. I forgot they turn into what, like, world they're in. Yes. I forgot about that. Well, it's kind of like exactly like for Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. He was a mermaid. Yeah. Well, you got to be able to survive in the world, right? 
there was just some of, I can't remember I'm trying to think of the other world like the um, Nightmare Before Christmas world mm-hmm. they had to change did they? yeah like I told you I didn't really play much of it so I didn't know that I know there's like a Keyblade per world so I can't wait for what new Keyblades we're gonna get also it looks like oh we get Tangled too yeah see I didn't recognize it because this, this one's gonna be interesting. At first, though. yeah. Well, I didn't recognize it at first because I didn't know what the hell those little things were, True. and I forgot that there are made-up creatures in this. Oh, that is awesome. That is. No, this is cool. Yeah. Teacup run. That other thought was cool too. Now, I think this level is going to be the hardest. As of what they're showing now, because remember, yeah. this is only a trailer. with the ship and everything? No, this part is what you were talking about, though. Like, the jumping and stuff on everything. Yeah. Trying to aim that and time that. <laughs> yes. This is my new favorite keyblade. Yep. Ventus. You're excited about this. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot. Like, oh, I know. Johnny, I saw this, and my first reaction was, holy crap, we're getting it. Holy crap, it is coming. Like, I have heard about Kingdom Hearts 3 for so long. Heard about it for so long. And it, it, it finally gets to a point where you're just sitting there and you're like, yeah, you know what? I don't think it's ever going to come. <laughs> like, I don't like. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I've been waiting. Let's see. Yeah, longer than what I said. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 came out on the PlayStation 2, 2005. Wow. Two th- or I'm sorry, 2006, early 2006. Came out in Japan December of 05. We got it March of 06. Wow. So You've been waiting a long time for The it. last time, yeah, over 10 years, over, over 10 a years. decade. The last time I played a Kingdom Hearts game was... Well, I played it in college. I replayed. But when I played it for the first time, it was, what was I? How old was I? I was 16. I just turned 16. So I was two months into my 16th year of birth. Mm-hmm. And what? I was in a sophomore. In high, we were sophomores in high school at that time. Yeah, that was yes. the end. That was the second well, semester of sophomore year. I was a junior when I was 16. So <laughs> no, but I'm saying March of 06. March of 06. Yeah, we were. Yeah. That was the end of sophomore year, because 0405 would have been freshman year. Second 05, half 06. of all, sophomore year, yeah. yeah. So the ending of, not the ending, March is like halfway through that second semester of high school. Yeah. And I've been waiting so long for this that I'm excited that I finally have that it's coming this year. Yes. It'll probably be December, but I'm okay with that. Um, 
breaking away a little it longer, is, right? It is come, but I know it's coming this year. Yes, and I know what it looks like now, and I'm excited for it. I am excited for this. The world, like just seeing the new worlds of Toy Three Story, Tangled, and Monsters Inc. Now, the interesting question is, what are they going to do? Because here's the thing. Yeah, we. I believed from one and two there were some worlds that kind of connected. Like we went to worlds in one and went back to them in two. However, I wonder if there, there there's got to be more new worlds than just these three. Either more new ones or some that you kind of have to revisit mm-hmm. back because all they have to do for those is kind of like take the programming and bring them back up. Or just do different things with them. Yeah, like, well, I'm saying they bring back the worlds, but mm-hmm. you have, like you said, alter them a little bit or alter what's happening in them. Let me see if I can. I'm going to look up really quick the Kingdom Hearts worlds and what we got them in, like, which game. But, like, ones that we've been to before. So... Hundred Acre Woods, mm-hmm. that was a Kingdom Hearts one and Kingdom Hearts two. We've gone to Agrabar, that was a Kingdom Hearts two only. That wasn't in the first one. We went to um, Atlantica, which was Kingdom Hearts two. That was Little Mermaid. Um, okay. Beast Castle was the end of number one. We also had the Castle of Dreams, which is Sleeping Beauty. Okay. The Deep Jungle, which is Tarzan. Mm. Um, deep space. Uh, that's kind of the that's Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Um, let's see. You had the. I'm looking. End of worlds is at the end. Halloween Town. We've had really? the. I didn't know that. Oh wait. Halloween Town was Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah. Neverland. Mm-hmm. Peter Peter Pan. That was another one where in that world you got to fly, because you were in Neverland. Yeah. It was kind of a thing. The Olympus Coliseum. Um, there was also, yeah, Hollow Bastions. That was Beauty and the Beast yet again. And I'm trying to think. Land of Dragons was Mulan. Were there any other ones that I'm thinking of that I'm missing that were like big ones? Oh, Wonderland. So you had Alice mm. in Wonderland yeah. too. So I wonder if they're going to make us revisit some or if it's going to be we have a ton of new ones. Like I wasn't expecting Tangled to be thrown in there. Like to me, Tangled is... I don't want to say it's really new yeah. because, like, when when did that one come out? When did that movie come out? Do you know? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, that was 2010 Yeah, is when it came out. That's a fairly new one to where I was like, fairly new, yeah. we're getting something that recent in a Kingdom Hearts 2 game or a Kingdom Hearts 3 game? I mean, they could have some fairly new, new ones like that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know how many other one, new ones you're going to get then. Because if let's say 2010 the cap, yeah, because that's the newest one of that's the newest of all those movies that they yeah. showed so far. Mm-hmm. Anything 2010 and back, I'd kind of been hashed already. Mm-hmm. It seems like from that from that game. I would love to see like Toy Story was always a world that I'm like that would be awesome. I didn't even expect Monsters Inc. No, I didn't. Either. Like I, I wouldn't have. And most of the gameplay from this trailer we saw was from the Monsters Inc. World, it seemed like yeah, that and Toy it. Story were the two most, but it was it was nice. The combat system seems well; it should seem a lot better than PlayStation Two because so. you're you basically skipped a generation. Yeah, you skipped the PlayStation Three generation. Now you're going for the PlayStation Four. There's so many capabilities yeah. that you can do on a PlayStation Four that you could not do on PS2. the PlayStation Two, especially I want to say the skinny. 
um, PlayStation 2 um, compared to the, uh, to the, not the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Here's the thing, and here's a speculation. I have to go back and play Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Like, now that I know it's coming, I'm going to go back and play them so that the story is fresh in my head. Yeah. But here's what I'm thinking, and this is for me, not for you. Because I'm obviously. I know, because I know that uh, I'm more of the Kingdom Hearts guy than you. Yeah, you are. I'm already trying to speculate who that was at the end. I'm already trying to speculate who's under that hood. Yeah. Who is under that motocross mask? Is what I'm trying to was what I'm trying to think of. And one guy that I, I yet again, if the story is fresh in someone's head, correct me down below. This is a speculation for me. What if it's Riku? The character that you grew up with at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts One. It's a return of Riku, or it's a um character that comes back from your past that is hiding itself. Could be. I couldn't say because I haven't really played like you have. Well, because so. I don't ask, know the storyline. I'll ask you this because you okay. do know this in games. Okay. What do you think of games that do the? Tro- I'm gonna say the trope because Arkham Knight did oh, the same thing. Of most like, games do a trope. We're gonna have this masked villain to where it's he's got the mask on. You don't know who it is, but we'll reveal it later in the game. What do you think of games that use that in their story? It's usually the one person that died a while back that you would, I mean, you would, if you, if you didn't know the trope, you wouldn't Mm -hmm. expect them to come back. But if you know the trope, it's like, he's going to be back. Do you like that though? Do you like that? Is that something to where when you're playing a game, is it like, oh wow, holy crap, it's that guy? Or is it like, all right, I kind of have ideas who it's going to be just. Get over with I like it. it. I like it when they can um, trick you on that trope mm-hmm. and make it the person you didn't expect it to be. Because mm-hmm. when you like think, oh, someone's dead, they're dead, and that's it. Yeah. Nothing said about it. Um, I like when they can actually pull off that, hey, this person died. They're no, like, they make you think, oh, this person's gone. They're never coming back mm-hmm. to the game. And all of a sudden, they're back. Not like the trope where it's like they throw it in there. It's like, oh, they're gone. Yeah. Definitely, and they're like shifty eye back and forth because you can see it, but they can't. That I'm doing that. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm looking. I now. like when they can. I like basically all in all. I like when they can pull it off and not actually trick me into saying like, "Hey, we use the trope, but you didn't realize it." Here, here's the end. So I'm instead of me waiting to play, I looked up the Riku story, and here's yeah. what the um, Kingdom Hearts wiki says. It says. This is at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. Riku, severely exhausted and injured, asks Sora to sit with him on the shore. Having the time to finally talk the two, reconcile with each other, Riku then comes across a letter in a bottle written by Kairi, the female um, antagonist, not antagonist, um, protagonist, the love interest for Sora and Riku, um, believing believing him to be the proper recipient. Sora then manages... To open the door to light, as King Mickey predicted, and the two return home, reuniting with their friends. While Sora shares a hug with Donald and Goofy, Riku shares his own moment with King Mickey. And it's a picture of him kind of holding up um, King Mickey. So, I wonder wonder if it's going to be a new character. Or if it's going to be something like you said, where it's somebody returning. It could be, like, I've got two in my head. I've got Riku's the first one I thought of, mm-hmm. 
because of that childhood connection yeah. between Sora and Riku. But another one could be Roxas, who is a character we were introduced to in um, Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. So it could be either one of the two characters. My only thought is, based off of what happened at the end of 2, because I needed that to kind of refresh my head, is what's going to happen at the beginning of this game? Is something at the beginning of this game going to open something up? Oh, my God, the Heartless aren't defeated. We need to, we Sora, we need you back. We need you back to pick up the Keyblade and come and fight for us. Like, because Roxas, if you're not a Kingdom Hearts person, is the nobody of Sora. So, like, when in Kingdom Hearts 2, when the hood came off, Sora looked and like, what? what, it's me? It looks like me? But no, it's really Roxas. So I wonder if, in a way, they bring that back into it. Maybe they make it Roxas. And now it's like, oh my god, I got a mind of my own and I'm my own person. But I'm here to... See, that's the thing. I don't know if this hooded figure, and I'm fixating a lot on this because this was the most interesting part of the trailer to me. I don't know if this person is somebody who is going to be helping Sora behind or not because the confrontation and it's the confrontation that we saw with it was one that I could see to where it's like, you guys aren't friends. You guys think of yourselves as enemies right now, because right now I'm trying to look up at the trailer and the lines that are said is I need the half of me that it's Roxas. Think about the think about the lines for a second. Mm-hmm. I need the half of me that sleeps on inside of your heart. Then the next line, and I'm waiting for it just to go in the trailer. Um, Ventness, huh? What? It could be Ventness. What a strange place to slither off to. Um, so to me, that is. I don't know if what Sora said is the actual person. Or if that is, like, the place. Like, oh, that's the place. And then you see the last text before Sora swats away the hand is, you insignificant speck. So, to me, it kind of seems like a bad guy, good guy thing. But also, and this is me kind of tinfoil hat, could it also be Roxas because... A nobody is like, hey, I'm a clone of you. I'm mm-hmm. not my own. I'm a nobody from you. Um, could that be referencing then Roxas of like, oh, I need the other half that sleeps within your heart? Mm-hmm. Or could it be a Riku thing of like we're best friends and it connect? I don't know. I don't know. I'm speculating at this point. Johnny's just kind of looking at me. No, like- cause I was thinking because um, I'm just trying to get the names to get as mm-hmm. well. But I'm just thinking because like, I mean, because like, we're going to say- play this. I mean, it's, it could still be the Riku thing, mm-hmm. only because, I mean, I the, need, the I part need. that sleeps inside your heart could be, like, maybe their friendship faltered after the whole r- mm-hmm. going home and reuniting thing. Yeah. Especially if they both had the same love interest. Mm-hmm. Well, because Riku, Riku fell, like, to use a Star Wars reference, fell to the dark side. Yeah. And in Kingdom Hearts 1, you fight Riku. Um, but I'm excited for this game. I can't wait for what worlds 
we can see. I'm interested to see which other if we get any other ones besides the three new ones. I like. like I should say three new. Just worlds. the three new worlds we got right now. Those are exciting. Like I, I'm expecting we're gonna get more. Yeah. And I would like to see ones that we haven't seen yet. Um, I'm trying to think of ones that we could go to that we haven't really seen. Um. I guess, like, we haven't been to Snow White, but I don't know what you can do with Snow White. Seven Dwarves, um, the Mine, um, the the Castle. Yeah, but I'm thinking of who's, like, who's your companion at that point? Is it just the Dwarves? Any of the Dwarves. Like, are the Dwarves your companions? Um, Sword in the Stone, I don't think we got. Um, That'd be cool. I think we might have, but I'm not sure. Merlin I have to rethink about it. I think, you know what? We did get Sword in the Stone. Did you? Okay. We did. That was in Kingdom Hearts 2, I believe. Because I remember um, being turned into a fish, I believe, um, for part of that level. Or I believe if it wasn't Sword in the Stone, some point in the story you had to go to Merlin and see Merlin and fight some boss that was going to take on Merlin. Um, Throw out some other Disney movies at me because I'm kind of blanking. Well, the ones I'm thinking of are all newer, and I don't know if they're going to go ahead. They're going to be after um, Brave. That could be interesting. Um, here's one that's very recent, so I don't know. Brave if they, could be interesting. It could be. Um, the other one I was going to say, and it's I think it's a little too new because mm-hmm. it would be too much for game development and that to be that quick. Mm-hmm. Moana. As cool Maybe. as that would be, that would be all aw- like fighting. That'd Tomatella. be awesome because you'd get. Um, You'd get two characters in that one. Yeah. Um, Lilo and Stitch, if they go back to that one, um, I'm trying to think of... I'm completely blanking. Did you have Hawaii for Lilo and Stitch or no? No, I don't think so. I think it was the Deep Space. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I know there's more and I can't think of them. My favorite... Well, my favorite Disney movies they did, like Hercules we've already been been to, Aladdin we've already been to... um, any of the Pixar's? Are there any Pixar's? Because we're getting two Pixar's here. We're getting Toy Story and Monsters Inc. Jungle Book. And the we've done Jungle Book. Yeah. Because you said they did Tarzan. I didn't mm-hmm. know they did Jungle Book too, or not? Jungle no, I Book. believe we did Jungle Book as well. Pinocchio. Um, I don't think so. If my memory serves me right, I don't know if we did um, Pinocchio. I think Jiminy Cricket though. And I'm just trying to appearance. avoid. I'm trying to avoid the like the live action like mm-hmm. Mary Poppins. Obviously, probably not, mm-hmm. and anything like that. Dumbo. Did you get Dumbo at all? No, I don't think we got Dumbo. Um, I'm trying to think of Renaissance Hunchback and Notre Dame. Hunchback. There you go. Hunchback could work. Um, oh fire! Because we got Mulan. Oh fire! That's a, that's a great song. Whenever I, I whenever song. I see Reapers, um, Hellfire Skin now. That I bought. I always think of <laughs> that, that song. song. But I'm going to turn it on to you guys. What do you guys think of the trailer? What do you, my Kingdom Hearts fans, how excited are you for this game with me? I can't wait to get my hands on it. I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to be re-immersed into this world that I haven't really touched for, for the first time. I haven't played it since 2006. But like I said, I revisited it in college because it was one of those things where, screw it, I'm going to go ahead and beat Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 yet again. So let us know what you guys think. Also, I forgot to mention this at the beginning, like I usually do. I usually forget to mention something. Johnny, today's a big day for us. Mm-hmm. Um, not only did we go through a ton of trailers, we infused a trailer um, in the middle of this that we thought of recording this. Yes. It's been a year. Yeah, it has. It has been a year 
of the Rick and Johnny podcast here. By the time you're listening to this on, you guys have to deal with us YouTube, for a full year. It will be past a year on Blog Talk Radio. I believe it's tomorrow. The February thirteenth is the first day we recorded or we posted a video. Mm-hmm. So February thirteenth. It has been a great year. Like I told you many times within this year. It hasn't really felt like a year. No. It's felt like more than a year, and I can't wait to see what we're going to do. So housekeeping here at the end. If you like what we're doing, check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. That link is in the description. If you want to get yourself some MVP merch like our MVP t-shirt, check out the store link in the description. If you're on iTunes, you listen to Apple Podcasts, have an account, go ahead and give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating. It would mean the world to us. Then last but not least, go ahead and bookmark mostvaluablepodcast.com so that you keep track of everything that MV is put MVP is putting out each and every day. Wanna thank you guys for the watching on YouTube. Wanna thank you guys for listening to our podcast, however you do around the world. But as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.